0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Wildlife Fat Files. This episode we are focusing on the anacondas. A member of the boa family, South America's green anaconda is pound for pound the largest snake in the world. Its cousin, the reticulated python, can reach slightly greater lengths, but the enormous girth of the anaconda makes it almost twice as heavy. An anaconda is semi-aquatic. There are four recognized species of anaconda. They are the green anaconda, the yellow, the dark-spotted and the Bolivian anaconda. You can tell the difference genetically but also based on their size and geographic range. According to Jacksonville Zoo, anacondas feature predominantly in South American myths sometimes appearing as shapeshifters, as the creator of the water, as vicious human eaters, or as magical spiritual beings with healing properties. The evolution of anacondus is thought to have dated very far back, most likely from early lizards, and they most likely split from ancient boa constrictors. So what is a cross between a bandana and an anaconda? A bandanaconda. Anacondas are stocky, muscular snakes that are thicker than other boas. They have thick necks and narrow but large heads. All anacondas have nostrils and eyes on the top of their heads, which allow them to see above the water while remaining mostly submerged. They have a thick black stripe that runs from the eye to the jaw. Anacondas have small, smooth scales that grow larger towards the posterior of their bodies. They have loose, soft skin that can handle a great deal of water absorption. Near the cloaca region, anacondas have spurs on their scales. Males have larger spurs than females though females are overall larger and longer snakes. In fact, anacondas exhibit the largest sexual dimorphism of any ter- tetrapod species. This is according to Jesus Rivas, a herpetologist and founder of the Anaconda Project. Their eyes and nasal openings are on the top of the head said allowing them to lay in wait for prey while remaining nearly completely submerged. Anaconda's colouring and size depends on the species. Their spotted green, yellow, and brown colour palettes allow them to blend in with tropical rivers and rainforests. Green anacondas, true to their name, are greenish-brown. Olive or greenish gray. They have black or brown egg-shaped spots on the mid to posterior back of their bodies. Their size are sometimes more. Their sides rather are sometimes more yellow than green with egg-shaped spots with yellow centers. This is according to the Jacksonville Zoo. Yellow con- anacondas have yellow, gold, tan or yellow-green colouring with black or dark brown blotches, spots, streaks and dorsal bands. Each snake has a unique pattern of yellow and black scales on the bottom of its tail. Not much is known about the Bolivian anaconda, which were long considered a hybrid of the yellow and green anacondas until scientists determined that they were their own species. Their colouring is similar to the green anaconda. Dark spotted anacondas have dark brown or black spots on a brown background and grow to be about 9 feet or 2.7 metres long. Green anaconda's length is still a matter of debate. They are quite difficult to measure. It is hard to stretch out a captive anaconda, not to mention potentially dangerous for the snake. People who see anacondas in the wild are likely to overestimate their length due to fear. Also, an anaconda that has recently eaten will look much larger than one that hasn't, causing exaggerated estimations of size. Furthermore, the skins of dead snakes can be stretched, meaning that it is hard to scientifically verify the length of those. What we do know is green anacondas can grow up to more than 29 feet and measure more than 12 inches in diameter. Females are significantly larger than males. Other anaconda species, all from South America and all smaller than the green anaconda. There have been also reports of anacondas reaching lengths of 40 50 and even 100 feet, but this is far longer than anything that has scientifically been verified. These reports have given rise to the great giant anaconda myth popularised in the early 20th century by explorers and colonists. Weights are also not known for sure. Estimates top out at about 550 pounds according to National Geographic, but the average is probably somewhere between 100 and 150 pounds. This is according to the lives of amphibians and reptiles in an Amazonian rainforest by Cornell in 2005. So an anaconda came from my letterbox today. I think there's been an Amazon mix-up. Anacondas live in swamps, marshes, and slow-moving streams, mainly in the tropical rainforests of the Amazon and Orinoco basins. They are cumbersome on land, but stealthy and sleek in the water. They thrive in the heat, humidity and dense foliage of the rainforest. Green anacondas are as stated above are found in the Amazon basin and the Orinoco basin And also in Colombia, Venezuela, Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, Trinidad, according to the Jacksonville Zoo. Yellow anacondas live in Paraguay, southern Brazil, Bolivia, and northeastern Argentina. The Bolivian anaconda is found only in small parts of Bolivia, according to the San Diego Zoo, and the dark spotted anaconda lives in Brazil, and French Guiana, according to the International Union for the Conservation of Nature. They are adaptable and snakes that live in grasslands sometimes bury themselves in mud and become dormant during the dry season. They spend most of their time swimming or lurking in murky, sluggish rivers and slow-moving streams. They sun themselves on branches hanging over water, which they can easily drop into if needed. They are most active in the early evening and at night. Their large size makes them cumbersome on land, but they can move swiftly in the water. They are solitary snakes, and green anacondas have their own home territories. They reached their monumental size on a diet of wild pigs, deer, birds, turtles, capybara, caimans and even jaguars. Female anacondas sometimes eat the males. Anacondas are non-feminine, venomous, constrictus, coiling their muscular bodies around captured prey and squeezing until the animal asphyxiates. Basically suffocates. Jaws attached by stretchy ligaments allow them to swallow their prey whole no matter the size. Their stretchy skin and lack of sternum allows their body to change shape to accumulate their dinner and they can go weeks or months without food after a big meal. Canomoth- anacondas usually lurk in rivers near the banks where the murky waters and their camouflaging colouring conceals them, waiting for prey to come to drink. Then they attack. They restrain their prey with their sharp, curved teeth and apply their constrictive killing technique. It also grabs its victim and pulls it underwater, which drowns the prey. However, quite recently, Scientific papers uncovered some common misconceptions about how the constricting works. One is that it crushes or breaks the bones of the prey. Another is that the snakes suffocate it, squeezing the prey, the prey's lungs, too tightly to work. It turns out that the squeezing overwhelms the circulatory system, blood cannot get to the brain and the animal dies within seconds due to something called aschemia. Green anacondas are apex predators, meaning that they are the top of their food chain. Sometimes however going after large animals like jaguar and caiman can result in serious injuries or death after feeding, anacondas can go for weeks or months without eating again. So why couldn't the anaconda make a baby? It had erectile dysfunction. During the spring, females leave a scent trail or emit an airborne chemical to attract males. While females stay in more or less the same location during mating seasons, males can travel great distances to find females. Males have been observed sticking out their tongues to pick up female scent, according to San Diego Sioux. Like much of their lives, anaconda mating takes place in or near the water. Anacondas form breeding balls Giant snake swarms in which 2-12 to males coil around one female and slowly wrestle for the chance to mate with her. Sounds awfully painful. Breeding bulls can last for as long as 4 weeks, though the male may win by strength. Sometimes the female chooses who she wants. Females may mate with several males during the season, the male presses his body to the female and rests his head on her neck. He flicks his tongue and his spurs become erect. The spurs rub against the female's vent region, which encourages her to copulate. As he presses her clo- his cloaca against hers, his spurs make a scratching sound. Copulation is complete when the female raises her cloaca to meet the males. The male holds her against him tightly by wrapping his tail and lower body around her. After mating, females carry their embryos inside their bodies, which they gestate for seven months. During this time, females do not feed, possibly because hunting carries the risk of injury, which could harm the babies. And possibly because carrying babies requires such an energy investment. Green anacondas mate every other year or even less. They have a gestation period of six to seven months. Like boa constrictus, they give birth to live young. Inside the mother Embryos are attached to a yolk sac and surrounded by a membrane. When it is time for them to be born, they are pushed out through the cloaca. They are born still in the membrane and must break it. Mothers do not care for their young, who instinctively know how to survive on their own. Females typically have around 29 babies, the number is fewer for smaller anacondas and higher for larger ones. A clutch could include up to 50 young ranging from 2 to 3 feet in length. The baby snakes can swim and hunt shortly after birth. They grow very rapidly reaching maturity at 3 to 4 years. In the wild they live for about 10 years. In captivity they can live for up to 30 years. Currently anacondas are not endangered and their numbers appear to be more or less stable. However, they do face persecution by humans as they are often killed on site due to fear of human ingestion. Human ingestion is unlikely and humans should not kill anacondas. The biggest threat is undoubtedly the loss of suitable habitat as tropical forests are felled for timber or agglomeration culture. Attacks on humans by anacondas is very rare and can be usually attributed to some sort of self-defense or because of mistaken identity. Anacondas do attack because of self-defense and have been known to have eaten small children who are playing too closely, but this is very, very rare. Anacondas are fussy eaters and none of them are programmed to recognise humans as food. Thus, a person placed in a cage or temple with an anaconda is most likely to die of dehydration, stress or starvation than of being constricted and eaten. In the next episode, I will be discussing one of my favourite animals, the arctic fox. In the meantime, you can find a Facebook page for this podcast where you can like and stay updated on the latest episodes, ask questions, or suggest species for future episodes. I use an app called CastBox to listen to my podcast. It's really good, and you can just subscribe And all the episodes of this podcast and your other subscriptions will be automatically downloaded onto your phone. So I'll be grateful if you would subscribe, follow this podcast and share with anyone whom you feel will be interested. Reviews are also greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening and for all your support. And until next time, please take care.